Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's worth while endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. Uh, I'm your host, Luke LeBen. Alongside me is my music-loving buddy, Kevin Connor. Kevin, it's a sad day. I'm concerned. What's up, Luke? Oh, you didn't hear the news that uh, our Lord and Savior, Taylor Swift, uh, broke up with Joe Allen. Uh, So let's just take a moment of silence for their relationship. I'm going to pour some beer out for them into my mouth. While you do that, I will state that I received... Oh, it's a moment of silence. Yeah. Moment of silence. Have some respect. As always, when Joe Alwyn's broke, brought up, I have to remember, <laughs> who was that? And then, obviously... <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Taylor Swift's boyfriend. My... And an actor, apparently, but I'm super unfamiliar. Um, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. I do know he wrote Exile, though. Like the piano part of Exile and like some of the lyrics. So I'm like, hey, you're okay in my book. Annie's upset because the track London Boy mentions Motown and is about him. And she expected that song to be played at the Detroit show. And now Maybe still. she well, now she thinks that like that song's a little too personal, but also like the entirety of Lover is written about him. So probably still going to have to play mm. those, Taylor. I don't know how that song goes. Does it go, I'm just a little London boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm well, excited to see that. While we're on Taylor Swift, because I, I, we've been on like a hiatus of Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah, have we? Been, I mean, we you haven't mean, talked me about her. you talking about yeah. it? Oh, okay. <laughs> have we discussed how she enters the arenas for her shows? Are you aware of this? Um, I mean, I did watch the full 15 minutes, like first 15 minutes, but I forget which, which part is it? Oh no, no, no. Before this, how she gets from like green room to stage, they have constructed how she gets driven to the venue. They didn't see that. They have constructed a cart that is like a jumbo janitorial cart with brand new brooms and stuff sticking out of it. That is absolutely Taylor Swift sized. And they push it on stage (laughs) with her inside of it. Like it's been at every show and it like goes from the back onto the stage (laughs) and like into the private area. And I just think it's very funny that she approaches stage that way, like hidden in a cart. Wait, so is she like underneath the cart? Like as if it's like in a hotel and she's trying to sneak underneath? No, it's much taller than that. Like (laughs) I think she's inside it, like standing or maybe sitting. I don't know. It's big though. Like it's it's larger than any janitor (laughs) cart you've ever seen. But uh, yeah, I've seen some sick uh, performances where she like jumps in the water and swims across. I'm very excited. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Have you figured out your Ares outfit yet? Did you order a cloak? Um, no, I'm going to have some variation of a Starfield cloak, I think, okay. but uh, I haven't figured it out quite yet. I'm excited about this. Yeah, it's going to be good. So we're going to move on from that sad news and talk about some new music. How about that, Kev? Yeah. Uh, and Luke, I am bringing a friend of the podcast. 
Oh, hi, uh, friend. Yes, this is, of course, a track from Girl Ray, who I know has been played previously, because I looked yeah. it up to make sure, but I don't know if it was you or Brian back in the day who brought it. I think it was Brian, but I okay. do remember it, and I was excited to see that name back on the playlist. Well, as your second co-host to not bring a Girl Ray track, uh, I'm very excited, because they just announced their third album, Prestige. That's due out in August. Ooh. And I had um, the good fortune to get an advanced copy of this. And Luke, I'm calling it right now. As of oh, now, shit. this is in top 10 contention. Whoa. I was blown away. Um, this album takes what's great about Girl Ray, kind of an indie pop with R&B productions. And they went full disco. It is oh boy. synthy and lush yes. and just absolutely delectable. Uh, the track I'm bringing today yum, yum. is a little more stripped back. And now having listened to the rest of the album, like I've got six more songs that I like even more. Uh, it's it's wow, pretty I'm great. Excited. Um, but about the track I'll be playing today, uh, it's got some really great lyrics. I know you are the... The Lyrical Lukey, as we say. Lyrical Lukey, Um, baby. One of them I'll call out, Call me when you want to get a Coke and sit on the wall, uh, is a line from that that described as Wordsworthian from singer Poppy Hankin. Uh, She said about the track, Lyrically, this song is about how appreciative I am to have found my partner and how my mental load feels so much lighter and easier to bear now that I'm with her. The production on this takes some inspiration from Haim's incredible record, Women Music Part 3, and features a subby drum loop inspired by Atlanta's hip-hop scene. Uh, So we are just looking at Girl Ray grab the best elements of disco, the best elements of indie, the best elements of hip-hop, and just smash them together into an awesome track. So let's listen to it. Here's Girl Ray with Hold Tight.
I simply must give that a lordy lordy berry gordy. Let's go. Are you scared me there? Because you said oh. you said something that oh, wasn't lordy lordy berry gordy. Right. Faked uh, you out. Yeah, I was worried. I was like, oh man, am I have to fight um, Luke about this? No, what a joy, what a breath of fresh air. Just just a jam. Positive, beautiful. You know, it's like a sweet little song. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's like inspired by just like the lightness that you feel being with this person who loves and understands you. And uh, so, yeah, I just loved every second of it. Also, I think the obvious uh, comparison that I thought of there, which I, is a great sound. I love the uh, kind of reminds me of Faith the, by George Michael. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It's, it's that very like, percussive acoustic guitar. Yeah, uh, I love it. And like, like I not super indicative of the rest of the album. Um, I was really surprised okay. when I dug into it and was I love that just like absolutely jamming. So, um, yeah. like I'm I'm all in on Girl Ray. I'm gonna be listening to all their albums because I've heard them like once or twice. I'm gonna go back to Girl and Earl Grey, their previous ones, and just jam out because I am yeah very excited for Prestige. That was Girl Ray with Hold Tight off of Prestige out August 4th via Moshi Moshi. This was not on my radar, so now it's one of my ones I got my eye on. So you're, thanks for that. You're going boop. Yep. Boop. And it's perfect. <laughs> sure, boop. I'm going boop. Um, but it's perfect because you played Girl Ray and I'm playing someone who played with Girl Pool. Uh, so <laughs> okay. And, there you go. There's a connection. Both great bands too. Um, but Kev, I'm wearing this uh, Smashing Pumpkin shirt. Yeah. And I just got it at Target. Gotta love, gotta love Target. Um, and I was gonna wear it anyway for this recording because music, you know. But yeah, uh, <laughs> but there's a bit of serendipity because the artist I'm about to play put out a new song, uh, and said that it was kind of influenced by when she was listening to a lot of Smashing Pumpkins. And I was like, okay, perfect. Um, And there's a little bit of influence going on in the song that we're going to hear. This is Lauren Early, and she's about to put out her debut album. Like I said, toured with Girl Pool and Surf Curse and is now releasing the debut album, Don't Take My Dream Away. You okay? Girlpool is a play on Whirlpool. Whoa. I did not know that. I did not That's... either, but I, I realized hey. that while you were talking about that, <laughs> and it broke me. Um, we're can... discovering this together. Wow. Yeah. It's so good. Man, got to give it up to him. You, you know? Well done. Continue. Um, but anyway, uh, we're going to hear the song Good Girl, Bad Boy, which has a great fuzzy guitar, kind of 90s influence, like I was saying, uh, but with an interesting like electronic drum sound going on and just a great introduction to Lauren's personality and writing style. And hey, her name may be Lauren Early, but I'd say she's Lauren right on time because <laughs> this uh, this song is great. Um. And Lauren said this, Good Girl, Bad Boy was a total breakthrough for me. Its first iteration was a sad country song. Then one day I was meditating on the simple pop punk guitar part and the old country song poured out into this version. And it just felt like a hit. 
Lyrically, it's about the pain of love. The term good girl, bad boy is a good description of me. I think I'm a very empathetic and considerate person. And at the same time, a very assertive, impatient and fiery. It's a weird and sometimes difficult pair to balance. The phrase is more emotional and not necessarily supposed to be like a queer anthem, but I like that it accidentally is that too. So let's take a listen to Lauren Early with Good Girl, Bad Boy. give that a hot diggity dog uh you know Booyah. the cop you gave with smashing pumpkins i obviously this is like 2023 very different from the 90s uh but i would go like third eye blind hey there's like a little bit of a breakdown there and like if it were a third eye blind track it would have like full guitars chorus hit and this obviously <laughs> didn't go in that direction it was a little more stripped back and like fuzzed out uh but 
the structure was there and i really liked that yeah so i'm a i'm a big fan i want to hear more yeah well you're in luck because the day we're recording this uh and the day it's out you can go listen to the new single tomorrow um not not tomorrow you listen to it today it's called tomorrow (laughs) um oh cool listen to it today yes um but listen to it today after you finish the podcast yes um well hey i'm not gonna tell you what to do your schedule is your business i am finish the podcast okay um but yeah i'm very excited for this uh album and lauren talked about how this album is written during like a very transformative but painful time and this was also coinciding with covid of course um and so that on top of it and uh said that it's very cheesy but in moments of like apocalypse of self which i like that term apocalypse of self uh music has always been there to save me it's such a gift and making this album was me saving and rebuilding my own life so that was lauren early with good girl bad boy from don't take my dream away out may 19th on danger collective records Melbourne's The Murlocs have announced their brand new studio album. I know these guys. Yeah. Uh, Calm Your Farm, which I feel like sounds so much better in an Australian accent. I can't attempt it. I won't attempt it. (laughs) Out of respect for the Murlocs, how about we just don't? (laughs) Yeah. But like, I feel like if they like, you know, if someone with an Australian accent was introducing it, Calm your farm, like you drop the R a little bit. It'd be really nice. It's adjacent um, to Boston, so we could do calm your farm. That, that <laughs> exactly perfect. Um, and it's coming out next month, following their 2022 Garage Psych Opus, Rapscallion. Ooh. Uh, the band initially set out with a vision of creating a quintessential country rock record, inspired by iconic albums like The Birds' Sweetheart of the Rodeo, as well as the hazier edges of the mid-70s British pub rock scene. Spiked with the Murlocs' signature breed of sharply crafted garage punk, with lean vocalist, guitarist, and harmonica triple threat, Ambrose Whoa. Kenny Smith's surrealist musings on the ever-turbulent world around him. Uh, this new album ultimately twists country rock convention into a free-flowing album, fully in touch with the frenetic energy of the modern day. Nice. Uh, about the album, Kenny Smith had this to say, With this record, we tried to steer away from all the distortion and dirt and grit, or at least let the grit come off a bit more clean-sounding. Uh, and of course, he is one of many members of the Murlocs to also be in our favorite productive band. Yes. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Love them. Um, they, I think they share like four members between them. Okay, uh, cool. It's not like a one-to-one yeah, thing. Yeah, it's not there's... just the offshoot of one member. Yeah. Um, over the course of its 12 wildly catchy tracks, Calm Your Farm touches on everything from the vicious tone of political discourse to the brain-addling effect of conspiracy theories. Wow. Um, it's, uh, it's a hell of a album it's a hell of a track that i'm gonna play today i'm excited um those guys just can't stop making music and uh with this track they've done a very nice job so let's give a listen to the murlocs with initiative
Got to dole out my second Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy of the episode. Let's go. Love to hear it. Absolutely. That was so good. I loved it. Just like, I feel like that and the Girl Ray song you brought, like, are perfect getting ready for summer coming songs. Like, you know, yeah. like, they would be in on our Dad Rock summer playlist 30 years in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the vibes going on there are very beachy and sunny. Uh, I but I also like there's a bit of like a bluesy I feel like there's got to be some seventh chords going on in there uh gives it sort of like a goofy uh bouncy feeling but I really liked it yeah it's fantastic and uh dad rock summer is is a coming uh as it's been warm yeah. this week I've been like windows down to the car yes. just like listening to anything I can I got my mm-hmm. playlist built building uh, yeah. with some excellent picks so very excited for that to come. But the Murlocs did a great job. Very excited about this album. Yeah. Uh, I am. Can't come soon enough. About a month away. Um, that was the Murlocs with initiative from Calm Your Farm. Due out May 19th on ATO Records. Kev, you know it's funny? First, there's the whole Smashing Pumpkins serendipity. Also, um, and the Girl Pool Girl Ray thing. But. I was actually going to mention King Gizzard when I was talking about my next band. It's Huge. in my notes. Like I got the receipts. I could prove it. Um, but this is just perfect. Although I will say the Murlocs are doing a very different sound, a bit of a less psychedelic sound. Yeah. Uh, and this band I'm about to play does that psychedelic sound, baby. I'm excited um, about this. 
Yeah, this uh, is a band I've been talking about for a couple weeks, been hyping them up uh, ever since their album. It's actually pronounced Ashk. I said it Ask incorrectly oh. before, which uh, according to Google Translate, translates to love. So that's oh. what the album is about. Yeah. Um, and I've described them as Tame Impala or Unknown Mortal Orchestra, uh, but with a Turkish rock like influence. Um, I'd also throw King Gizzard in there. Uh, because like the first track on this new album has a very like psychedelic guitar part that's reminiscent of like Nonagon and other like psychedelic rock like that. But this innovative six piece band hails from Amsterdam and come from various backgrounds, Turkish, Indonesian, Dutch, and they combine rock, folk, funk, 70s, Anatolian rock uh, and more into a scintillating psychedelic stew. And uh, the songs are actually reworked versions of traditional songs. So it's super cool that it's like so rooted in the past, but then they're doing it in a like modern sound and a sound that resonates with more modern audiences. Vocalist and keyboardist Merva Dazdemir and bassist Jasper Verhulst said, these songs have been covered so many times always, but not really in psychedelic pop versions. It's definitely connecting more with the live sound, almost like a live album. We as a band just going into a rehearsal space together and creating music together instead of demoing at home. And uh, one of the singles, Lay Lim Lay, which is a jam, is uh, one of the most well-known and beloved songs among Turkish people everywhere. And I didn't even realize when I was listening yeah. to it. I was just like, this sounds cool. Um, but we're going to listen to my favorite song on the album, Susizior. And uh, this is currently their number one song on Spotify. And it's got such a great funky bass line and trippy guitar and so much great stuff going on. And not to mention a great vocal performance by Merva. So... Why don't we take a listen to Alton Goon with Susie Zior?
Yeah, of course. A hot diggity dog on that one. I actually, since we talked about them last episode, went and, like, found uh, this album on Spotify and had already yeah. liked their 2021 album and added it to my library. Yeah, it's uh, good. So, I am a fan of, of Alton Goon. Yep. Yeah. Um, but really, uh, really great track. That album itself is really awesome. And Luke, when we were getting ready to do this, we talked for a moment about how that song faded out. And yeah, uh, I want to talk about saying, that real quick. Right. I was saying, I believe it was Paul Tompkins said on a podcast that I was listening to that he th- doesn't like fade outs because he thinks that the people are still there playing the music and have never been released. And uh, I love a fade out. Um I do think there is a bit, there's something to say about finding an ending to a song. A lot of songs have great endings, but sometimes you just want to keep the vibe going as long as you want and just subtly fade it out. So I get it. I greatly dislike fade outs. (laughs) It is something I don't like at all. I love when a song has a definitive ending. Yeah. Uh, I would take that almost every single time uh, over the fade out. Now, granted, the song rules. I'm not going to hold it against it. It works really well. And this didn't even have, this had more of a definitive fade out yeah. than some of the ones we're talking about. Um, but yeah. But I think it's funny um, that we're on opposite sides of that because. We're a house divided. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I feel like that's happened many times. But no, yeah. I think whatever the song uh, needs and whatever it gets, then, you know, it is what it is. Um, You're much more lives I've about it, which I. I try to be about most things, but this is just something I've I've held dear for a long time that I dislike them. Well, you know what they say. Fader's gonna fade. So <laughs> on that note, that was Alton Goon with Susizior from Ashk, and that is out now on ATO Records. Uh Luke, my last song today is from rising rock artist Billy Tibbles who just released the first track from his upcoming debut EP, Stay Teenage. Uh, Tibbles was born and raised in London until his family moved to Los Angeles in 2014. After finding a passion for crate digging in old school record shops, he quickly developed an interest in home recording and composition using GarageBand, uh, which nice, love it. Uh, eventually, Dude, multi-tracking Don't knock entire... GarageBand. No, 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 it's, this is... It... No. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying people in general. GarageBand is powerful. It's fucking awesome. (laughs) Like, I recognize that it is not the high end, but it is so powerful. Um, And Billy Tibbles obviously recognized that as well. He did whole um, multi-track arrangements by himself in his garage in GarageBand. Uh, (laughs) And at the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic, he committed himself to songwriting more than ever before, which resulted in the six bursts of energy contained on Stay Teenage. Uh, This project is the literal culmination of Tibbles' life so far, as he makes the transition from being a teenager to taking the next steps into life as a young adult. Been there. It's a rocky road. Uh, Yeah. The result is bold and full of twists, brimming with hooks and the sound that is utterly timeless as Tibbles explores these themes growing up. Uh, Luke, this song feels like it could be 50 years old. It's uh, There's something really special about it, and I've become a big fan of it. Here's Billy Tibbles with Hurt So Bad. Looking through the pictures that we 
Lordy, Lordy, Barry Gordy. You're three for three, baby. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it reminds me of, like, obviously, I mean, got a Beatles y mm-hmm. influence, also some ELO going on. Yeah. I was like, that's it. I couldn't. I couldn't yeah. place it. I was like, this is... This that is was, like, funny. immediately, because you know I was on a big ELO kick yeah. last year. And so that, right when that started, I was like, this rules. Um, but also reminds me of, like, some of these other uh, songwriters, like Daniel Romano and Kyle Kraft, who have done a sort of, like, throwback sound mm-hmm. like that um, more recently. But, yeah, you're right. It could sound like, uh, you know, from 50 years ago. Uh, and it was I great. Want, I want to make a playlist of songs that sound like they have a piano that's like dancing as it's getting played. Because <laughs> yeah. this certainly like it's stuck at like the Looney Tunes piano where it's like just yeah. bouncing around. Uh, but it's so well like just the hand claps and everything else. Like it's so yeah. well placed in the song that it's such a an impressive feat for like uh, a one person to just put together. Yeah. Um, in their garage and garage band right yeah yeah so um super impressive i'm uh, I'm very excited to hear the rest of the cp and we don't have to wait long that was billy tibbles with hurt so bad from stay teenage out next week april 21st via silver arrow records this is a good year for eps i keep saying it we got that another ep right there angel olsen has a new ep coming out there's lots of good eps i we're gonna be feasting this fall when we get creepy with them oh boy all right well this is my last song and you know i was uh thinking about this band because it came out of one of my favorite years of music which was 2010 I feel like the year that like I lived through, obviously I love like 1977 is one of my favorite years of music, but 2010 had so many of my favorite albums. Um, and on my list was the drums debut album. Uh, this is the musical project of Johnny Pierce. And uh, I also played a song from his 2017 album, abysmal thoughts. And uh, he's got uh, such a great, like, it's kind of like an 80s influence, very sort of like spacey, but super catchy uh, sound. And that's definitely what we're going to hear on this new song, I Want It All. And Johnny said this, the song emerged from the longing and the pain that stemmed from a loveless childhood. It is only in the past few years that I've really begun to understand what happened to me as a boy, which has helped me start to build my own bridge towards real love. The song is a declaration that I will take what I was never given. I want the full experience of being human, which includes love and connection. I want it all. Beautiful sentiment there. Um, And great just like declaration of wanting the most out of life and wanting love. So let's take a listen to the drums with I want it all. I sensed a hesitation. And 
Why can't I forget you? 
This is always a fun episode, Luke, because this is a 646 episode. That's a hot diggity dog. Uh, Hell yeah. Awesome. We can just bring just songs we all love. Uh, Yeah. Songs the whole office can get behind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, This rule, I mean, super synthy and good. Like, I I, almost a little little Interpol-y. Um, I, I feel like they're yeah, a comp I, I make that. a lot of the time just because they were so influential on me, but I, uh, I'm i a big fan of this. And, um, yeah. you know, the repetition does it a lot of a, a lot of good for it, right? It's just like, I want it all, yeah. I want it all, I want it all. Um, that's, uh, it's just, it, it it's going to be stuck in my head all night, and I'm not mad about yeah. it. It is, it is one of those that sticks with you. Uh, it definitely did that the first time I heard it, for sure. And I love the harmony going on there. I was harmonizing along with it, which I've been doing a lot with songs. That Boy Genius uh, album, been doing a lot with that. But uh, yeah, such a great harmony. And yeah, it's four. It's almost five minutes long, but it kind of flies by. I was like, oh, I yeah. didn't notice it was even that long. Uh, just such a great build. And you know, I'm picking up more and more of the lyrics the more I listen. But knowing that it is about that pain uh, from childhood and being like you know i try to keep you in my life but you know i just gotta gotta cut it out and i gotta want love for myself and so it's a beautiful thing that uh johnny was able to you know sort of make sense of all that and express it through music so i'm I'm like missing the drums like i really like i've heard of them and heard a few songs but now realizing that i might i might have been sleeping um yeah so i gotta do some research yeah, you should check them out. I feel like you'll really dig them. So that was the drums with I Want It All, and that is out now on Anti. And we got one thing left to do, and that's talk about all the music we're excited for on this new Music Friday in Shouts. Someone you played last year, Luke, uh, Magdalena Bay with Minimix Volume yes, 3. that'll be cool. I'm excited to check that out. I was a big yeah. fan of that last album. Uh, believe it's a mixtape. So nice new uh, wicker wicker new take on old stuff maybe. Uh, Hippocampus with Wasteland. I'm really excited for this one because love I them. loved their 2022 album LP3. Uh, and I'm kind of baffled. I didn't have it on my year end list at this point. Yeah, like it was an early See, release, and maybe that did it. You know, disservice. I don't make like a best songs list. But Boys would have been, like, way at the top of my best song list. Mm -hmm. I still sing that song all the time. It's just the catchiest melody. And the lyrics are beautiful, too, so. Yeah, that album got a ton of play early in the year. Uh, And then Feist with Multitudes. Uh, I have not listened to Feist in a very long time. Oh, you haven't? One, two, three, four. It's fucking Pleasure. awesome. So I'll oh, check dude, it out. Oh, dude, no. Her last one was amazing. It had, like, Jarvis Cocker on it. That actually may have even been two, because she kind of made a comeback a few years ago and did a much more, like, stripped back, not very poppy sound, you know, very different from what you would have known. And, um, okay. you know, I loved that album, though, that one, two, three, four was on. And, you know, she was in, like, broken social scenes. So... I think maybe we, mm-hmm. okay. I was like, maybe you only knew Feist as the, you know, cause she got so popular, but that one iPod okay. commercial that had one, two, three, four. Yeah. But I was yeah. like, which was a cool commercial. Yeah. 
no, but she's she rules. So yeah, definitely check out the rest of that. Um, so we got the tallest man on earth, another great artist who put out uh an album in 2010. One of the reasons I love that year, um, The Wild Hunt. But Henry Street is uh, his new album, and he put out a great covers album recently. And so I'm wondering if this is all new music or something else, but always check out New Tallest Man on Earth. Um, and then Go Go Penguin, which is a great like jazz band, instrumental music. Great to just like, you know, Ooh. put on when you want to sink into a nice jazzy vibe. Uh, everything is going to be okay. And then we got Shannon Lay, who is a great musician. I may have played her on the podcast before, um, but covers volume one. And I heard the cover of Elliot Smith's Angelus, and it was amazing. So definitely gonna check that out. And Kid Koala, I played a song from his new album, Creatures of the Late Afternoon. That is out today as well. Go check it out. It, it Hey, this may be in contention for my year end list. This is some amazing turntable music unlike you've ever heard before. He played 26 instruments on this album. It's an amazing sound. So check that out. So that's going to do it for us this week. We got to talk about our three daddies. Uh, we're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great stuff over there. And hey, um, oh, I saw they started a like corporate improv uh, arm of Planet Ant. So you can like hire them for corporate trainings and stuff, which is very fun. Uh, like to do improv exercises. And, you know, they always got great shows going on. So check out whatever they got going on. And then offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet couple great things uh, up there. My interview with the aforementioned Kid Koala and our editor, Dave Obenauer, did a great interview with Lonnie Holly, who was uh, had a has songs with like Bon Iver and More Mother and Sharon Van Etten on his album and uh, really enjoyed that album. It was on our monthly music recap playlist. So go check that out as well. Follow us at Best Song Ever Pod. You can follow me at Indie Darling Music. Follow me at Minty Fresh Cabin. So that's going to do it for us this week. I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying go ahead chase those waterfalls. This is Best Song Ever. You know, the thing that's great about a fade out is you can just keep talking but then you can like Well it's Best Song Ever Another podcast Better jokes, They're clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.